Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. This week on the Travel Tidbits Podcast 30, we discuss the Disney Magic Cruise with children. Hello and welcome to Episode 30 of the Travel Tidbits Podcast. I'm Christy Shear, one of the agents with Pineapple Escapes, and today I'm joined by my daughter, Amy Volk. Amy and her two-year-old daughter, Quinn, recently went with me on the Disney Magic Cruise. So we wanted to talk a little bit about that experience with a two-year-old and um, have some tips for you if you're traveling for children. So we're going to start at the core. And the first thing we're going to talk about is the flight, because sometimes flying with kids can be a little scary if you haven't flown with them before. You don't know how they're going to react. So, Amy, I know you were a little bit worried about Quinn on the flight, but how did it go and and what do you think made it go well? I was really worried about her on the flight, but overall, she did well. I found that the more I could have to entertain her, the better. So, we brought lots of snacks. We brought stickers. I brought coloring books and crayons. And then we brought an iPad that she could watch movies on. So, she definitely needed constant entertainment, but overall, I think she did really well with it. Yeah. And one of the things um, when we got off of the cruise, we couldn't find a direct flight that we wanted back until evening. So we had an entire day at the airport with her. Um, But actually, she did really good. We were looking forward to the play area at Miami um, Airport, but it was closed because of COVID. But um, thanks goodness, we had enough other things for her to do. And there was people for her to watch and things that we really got through the day pretty well. But So that's something to think about if you are um, flying with children, just that amount of time you're going to have to spend in the airport with them. So we want to go ahead and jump to COVID process for the cruise. I know we've gone over this on other cruises, but it has changed a little bit. And it's different if you're having a child fly with you. So right now, Disney Cruise Lines only allows travelers who are fully vaccinated to travel on the cruise. So if you are under five and not eligible to get the vaccine yet, then you can be tested. And that testing has to happen between three days and 24 hours prior to the cruise. Then once you get to the cruise site, everyone in your party gets tested for COVID. So we had to do that. We um, It was actually a pretty smooth process. They um, have little cubicles kind of they would take your party to and you actually swapped yourself and but someone was watching to make sure you did it properly. So it went pretty smooth, but it did take some time. We were supposed to board at 11 o'clock and we got there and it was actually one o'clock before we were able to board because by the time we did the testing and then we had to wait in an area um, and then they would text you when your test results were back to know that you were clear to get on the ship. So overall, it was a good process. And I'm sure that's even going smoother as I've gotten more practice doing that and I've kind of worked out the kinks with it. One of the other things we're going to talk about is illness on the ship. So Amy, tell us about Quinn and what we experienced with that. Well, we always say it's not a vacation unless we have to get Quinn medical care. (laughs) Um, 
So we got on the ship on Thursday and on Friday, she woke up with a rash all over her face and we were just kind of worried that it looked like a big hive. So we didn't know if she was having an allergic reaction. So we went to, well, first you had hydrocortisone cream. Oh, yes. So we treated a couple days with that. We tried hydrocortisone and it still wasn't helping. So we went down to guest services to see if it costs to go to the the infirmary. And they said that it was free as long as we didn't have to see a doctor. We could see a nurse. So we went and saw the nurse. And it was really nice. They had a a little area you could sit in. um, And they would call you back. And the nurse kind of did a triage to see if you needed to be seen by the doctor or not. So we talked to the nurse. And she decided that we didn't need to. So then we asked for Benadryl. um, Because that's what we thought we needed. Just some children's Benadryl. And they didn't have any. So... One tip is make sure that you bring Benadryl for your kids. They did have Tylenol. They had ibuprofen. But even in the gift shop, they did not have any Benadryl. So we just kept treating it with the hydrocortisone and it eventually went away. Right. I think they said they're they're kind of limited on some of the medications they carry in children's doses. So anything you think your <laughs> kid might need on it, you know, just take that to be sure. One of the other things um, to talk about was we had kind of talked about Disney or Disney Cruise and Amy had kind of gone back and forth on what she thought would be best for Quinn. Because Quinn was two and a half, two and a half. probably when we went um, in December. So are you glad we made the choice to go with the cruise? And why did you like that? Yes, I am very glad we chose the cruise. Um, I had gone back and forth in my head. I really wanted to go to Disney because I'm a Disney person. But I just had these nightmares of wrestling a toddler in the heat. And that didn't sound like a very fun vacation for me. But I found that on the Disney cruise, I still got a lot of the Disney experience. It was just a lot more relaxed. We didn't have to wait in lines. We could eat in the air conditioning, all of those nice things. And we still got, I feel like we got more character interaction mm-hmm. on the cruise than we ever would have in the parks. And with her age at two and a half, she was really into the characters. And we even found out that. If you go to guest services, they will give you a schedule of where and when characters will be. So that was really nice to have. Yeah, they. It, I, who was it she wanted to see? There was a character she wanted to see. Daisy. Daisy. And Rapunzel. Daisy and Rapunzel. And so um, we just hadn't found them anywhere yet. So I went up to guest services. And yeah, if there's somebody specific you're looking for, they can tell you where and when you'll find them. So that was really nice to be able to do that. And I think the reason they don't advertise that is because otherwise it would just be so crowded where those characters were. So that's kind of a little secret that we found out. Um, another thing that I really liked was the shows. They were, I think, even better than the shows in Disney World. Um, on our ship, we saw Rapunzel, which is Quinn's favorite character. So that was perfect. And then do you remember what the other one was called? It was about a little girl who had a dream and she dreamed about all of these different Disney movies. So it was really cool because we got to see like, really popular scenes from uh, lots of different Disney movies. It was really neat. And they had really cool um, special effects. And so that was just really nice. And I really, do you have any more to say about the shows? No, not really. They were excellent. I mean, you just can't beat them. I had done the magic earlier in the year. And I don't know, every show I watch, I think, oh, that was great. That was my favorite. But I don't know. Rapunzel, I'm a big Rapunzel fan. So that one's a big one for me too. But it was, it was really excellent. Well, and Quinn had never sat through a show before in her life. So she was 
able to set through them easily. And I'd say they were probably about an hour and a half or so. Right. And it, it easily kept her attention. Uh, we also, speaking of shows, we also went to the movie theater and we got to watch Encanto before it even came out. I don't even think it was in theaters. Yeah. Yet. It wasn't. So we went at the 8 a.m. show. We woke up and we <laughs> went and watched Encanto. And she also really liked that. So character dining was something else that um, we really enjoyed and that Quinn enjoyed. It's on a Disney cruise, a kid gets to be a kid. So even though it's this wonderful food and a beautiful setting, differently themed, kids are allowed to be kids and there's things for them to watch and do. What did you think about the dining? I thought it was excellent. I thought that definitely set Disney apart from other cruises, especially when you had kids. Our favorite was obviously Rapunzel's Royal Table. And so it's decorated like it's her birthday party and they serve, you know, cake for her birthday and there's the purple and the little flowers everywhere. And then there's actually a show that goes along with it too. And you got to see Rapunzel and Flynn Rider and one of the guys from the Snuggly Duckling. And so it was, that was really cool. And they walked around with little Pascals that they gave to the kids and you had to buy them, but they were only... 350 so they weren't bad and they glowed in the dark so she thought that was really cool another one was animators palette so this one was all black and white and it had big paintbrushes in it and you got to draw your own disney character and then they would animate it and bring it to life so that was really neat to watch right they had big screens around so they would collect your pictures and then at the end they did this production and showed them So one of the tips, and this was something somebody had told us, I think it was our waiter the night before, said, be sure and turn in your picture really quickly when you get there, because the first ones that get turned in are the ones that get to be on the big screen. So um, we were able to get ours on the screen. So that was fun. And the other restaurant that we ate at was Lumiere's. And so this one is themed after Lumiere and Beauty and the Beast, the candlestick. And so that was really neat, too. We also had pirate night there. So that was fun. And Quinn had her bandana and she swung it around. They give everyone a bandana that night. Mm -hmm. And so lots of people dress up for that. So that was really fun. And then also the other night in Lumiere's, Mickey and Minnie and Goofy and all the original characters paraded around and sang. And so Quinn really liked that too. You rotate through the dining rooms, but with ours, it was a four night cruise. So we had one dining room that we went back to for a second night, but they do make it different. It was Pirates Night one night, and then it was the traditional characters. So even though same dining room, different menu, different activities going on. Mm -hmm. So what did you think about food choices for Quinn? Um, I thought the food choices were great. There was always something on the menu that she would eat, and she is sometimes picky. So that was nice. It was even... Disney fine. Like anytime they gave ketchup, they did it in the shape of Mickey. Her um, waffles were Mickey waffles. Um, if they put sprinkles on your ice cream, those were in the shape of Mickey. They could get Mickey bars. So that was just really cool. And she really liked that. One of the other things that we found on this, the kids club is um, only for three and older. Now they do in normal times have a nursery, which is closed because of COVID right now. But you have to be three years old to go to the kids club. And, and potty Quinn, trained. And potty trained, yes. And Quinn was not old enough. So we found out they do open houses multiple times throughout the cruise. And when they hold those, 
parents can go in with their younger kids and they get a chance to play on the thing. So this particular one had a room themed after Andy's room on Toy Story, which there was also one like that on the other cruise I went on, but this one had a big slide that you can go on and things. So it gave them a chance to go in and play with that. There was also, who did we see there doing uh, an appearance? It was one of the characters. Captain America. There was like a, a Marvel room and there was a Disney Junior room and there was another one too, but I can't remember. Yeah. Lots of variety. Whatever your kids would like, I think they would have something there. But it was nice for her to get to go in and play on those things, even though she wasn't old enough. So that's something good to watch watch out for. You know, those days at sea and things, sometimes you can go in there and look around. Another cool thing they had there that she liked that was, you know, just a COVID protocol is for any of the kids can go in, they had to stick their hands in this thing and it automatically washed their hands and they had to keep them in there for so long to make sure they got washed correctly. So that, you know, made me feel a little more clean. And it made hand washing fun too. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So she thought that was pretty cool. One of the other things that I'll throw in here is because on our cruise, we went to Castaway Key and we also went to Nassau, the Bahamas. We did not get off in Nassau because with COVID, if a child is unvaccinated, the only way that they can get off the ship is if they are a part of an excursion. And we kind of looked at the choices with her age and we didn't think there was anything that really she would necessarily like that well. And we wanted to spend some more time on the ship. So we didn't get off. But that's something to think about if you have younger kids and you want to get off in a port, then they have to be a part of a port excursion to leave the ship. And it actually worked out really well that we didn't get off because we got to see tons of characters that day. There were not a ton of people on the ship. And so we didn't have to wait in lines for them. And it ended up being really nice. Mm -hmm. Yes. So Castaway Key, we had a great time there. What were some of the things that you think were great for Quinn there? I think Castaway Key is definitely another reason that I would choose another Disney cruise. It was really nice because we ended up, you can take a tram to the beach or you can walk and we walked both ways. Um, It wasn't too far and there were characters along the path that you could see. So we liked that. And there's just kind of like a little town that you walk through with gift shops and things like that. But I really liked the still water. It's inside. Is it a lagoon? Is that what it's called? Um, I would guess maybe a a cove. A cove, a lagoon, something like that. And so the water is completely still. She could probably walk, I bet, 20 feet out of the water Mm -hmm. and still you know, she's only three feet tall and not be underwater. So that was really nice. It was nice. There wasn't waves constantly knocking her down. Um, And then there was also a splash pad that she played on for a little bit. Mm -hmm. So that was nice to have too. Right. Yeah. We had a good time there. So to kind of wrap things up, let's talk about some tips. What are some tips that you have that you think would be useful for people that are bringing young kids and going on a Disney cruise? I think definitely bring an umbrella stroller. We used it a lot. We used it in the airport and it was a lifesaver. We may have had to strap her in it a few times against (laughs) her will, but overall it went well. And then it was also nice to have when we were going through the boarding process to get on the ship. And we also used it in Castaway Key too. Right. So yeah, we didn't use it on the, on the ship itself, but Mm -hmm. for those different things, yeah, it was nice. And with an umbrella, it's lightweight. You can stow it away and carry it around. So that was a good thing. So what else? 
toys from home. I think that was a big one. I brought a a few toys from home because there are no toys there, but there is Disney on demand. So if you need to go back to the room just to chill or rest for a little bit, that was nice that there were tons of Disney movies just right there, kind of like Disney Mm -hmm. Plus, but not quite as much. And then also... And we're going to talk about souvenirs. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I was souvenirs. There were very limited souvenirs, especially if you were looking for kids specifically on the cruise in the gift shop. So um, I know Amy bought her a, what was it you bought her? A Rapunzel Barbie. A Rapunzel Barbie that we tucked away to give her on the cruise. And a Minnie Mouse. Right. And uh, because there isn't a lot of choices there, if you're looking for souvenirs for the kids while you're there. I really expected it to be like a Disney store on the ship. And it definitely was not like the only characters they had were just your basic Mickey Minnie. And they had on like sailor hats and things. So very cruise specific Mm -hmm. items. Yeah. What about the dress up thing? So talk about the dresses you got Quinn. So she was able to dress like a princess at night. So Quinn dressed up as a different princess each night, and it was probably me just living my princess dreams through her, (laughs) but she liked it too. Um, I got some dresses from Target. We got Elsa, Belle, and Rapunzel, and they're actually in their nightgown section. So they're really soft, but they're still really sparkly, and she really liked those. And they were cheap. Yeah, they were like $15 each, which you can't get any cheaper than that. Um, And then mom ordered her some jewelry off of Amazon, and it was this huge jewelry set, fake jewelry, and it had like earrings in all different colors, necklaces in all different colors, crowns. And so she really liked those and had a little wand. So that was really fun. Yeah. We enjoyed her dressing up. And when she would go to see certain princesses, she could try to dress in the same thing they had on. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. By the end, she got a little over the jewelry. If we sat down, anytime we sat down, she wanted to take every bit of jewelry (laughs) off and lay it on the table. Or she wanted us to wear it. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But yeah, that was good. Another thing to think about is to be in the pool, they can't wear swim diapers, so they need to be potty trained. They do have a splash pad area that they can play in and be in a swim diaper, but that was good to know. So there was a splash zone area, and it had um, it was like glassed in so the kids couldn't get out. And I think you definitely had to have a diaper on in there, or you could have a diaper on, a swim diaper. And then there was a bigger one. and. I saw kids up there with swim diapers. It was a bigger splash pad, but I definitely saw people trying to get in the pool with swim diapers on and they asked them to get out. So it is enforced, Mm -hmm. at least for sure, in the pool area. Sand toys. That was another tip if you're going to Castaway Key. um, You know, you might want to pack along some sand toys because, of course, if you go to buy them there, they're going to be a lot more expensive than you can buy them at home. Other thing is for Pirate Night, if, if you think you've got a kid that wants to want to dress like a pirate and you find some discount Halloween costumes for pirates, you know, you might want to grab some eye patches and things like that. They do give them the the bandana that they can put on their head and wave around. But, you know, if you want to go all out, there was all kinds. There were some people that were completely dressed as pirates. And then of course, people that weren't dressed at all. So, and if you want to pay the price, they definitely have (laughs) on the boat too. Yeah. They had some pretty (laughs) over the top costumes on the boat for sale. So for sure. So for today's question, I am going to choose the box jewelry set that we bought for Quinn to wear with all of her princess dresses. It's a huge variety of jewelry, um, a good value for the money. We found that she could find something to go with every princess dress from rings to earrings to multiple types of necklaces and crowns. 
we really had a lot of fun with it. I am going to give it a four pineapple rings only because it is plastic jewelry. So there were a couple of pieces that broke. And two, it needs to be used with supervision as it is small and it could be a choking hazard. So other than that, it's, it was a great buy and we really liked it. So thanks for joining us today. You can find all of the Pineapple Escapes agents on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com. Our site includes a link to all of our travel tidbit episodes, plus information about all of our agents and links for our social media. We'd love to have you join our community. Thanks and have a great day. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.